Hey there, welcome to the Love and Loss podcast, helping you recover emotionally, physically, and spiritually from miscarriage. I'm your host, Sherry Johnson. Today, I want to talk to you about some of the emotions that might come up for you outside of sadness. Of course, you feel a deep, deep sadness after a miscarriage. We've watched other people go through grief and Maybe you've even been through it before yourself. So we kind of have some expectation as to how it feels. We know there's going to be sadness. We know there's going to be emptiness with loss. What I didn't know when I miscarried is that there are a whole host of other emotions that come up. And you might not even realize that they are a part of your grief or that they're even associated with your loss at all. Since my three miscarriages, I've almost started to think of grief not so much as a single emotion, but as a healing process. And during that process, you will encounter a whole bunch of different emotions. So I've identified five. There's tons of them. But these five are are emotions that I felt after my miscarriages and they were among the most uncomfortable. And a couple of them are emotions that I didn't quite know how to identify or that I even really realized that I was feeling. I didn't know how to put a name to it. So I wanted to really call these ones out in case you're feeling them too. So let's dive in. The first one is anger. I'm sure you felt this too. After my miscarriages, I had a lot of anger. I was angry at my body for not doing what it was supposed to do. I was angry at my husband for appearing not to grieve. He was using humor to deflect it. And I just didn't get it. I thought that he wasn't sad at all. And really what he was doing was grieving inside of himself. But I was angry at him. I was angry at my friends and my family for not supporting me the way that I thought they should. I was angry at God for letting it happen in the first place. Are any of these resonating with you? I really hope not, but I kind of suspect that at least one of them probably is. So anger is easy to identify. Most of us feel it pretty often. It feels like an animal inside of you that just needs to get out. It's like an energy that you want to just unleash. I usually feel it like coming out of my limbs, my clenched fists and are trying to hold it in. But you might not have connected your anger to your grief. And it's really normal to feel anger after a loss. You're not alone and you're not a bad person if you are feeling that kind of anger. So I really want to encourage you to forgive yourself for feeling the things that you don't want to feel because anger is really uncomfortable. You don't want to feel anger, but I also want to encourage you to just give yourself permission, give yourself the the permission to allow your emotions to come out. It's very healing when you express your emotions rather than trying to hold them in and don't judge yourself for them. Let go of the judgment too. So that's number one, anger. 
Number two is irritation. And this is a little bit linked to anger, but it does feel different. It's more like a niggling. It's a it's an annoyance. It's like something that sits on top of your shoulders that you just want to shake off. And after my miscarriages, each time I was definitely more irritable than I ever was before. I snapped at my colleagues. I snapped at my husband, my family. I remember going on a family vacation when I was still actually in the process of miscarrying my first. Um, and I snapped a lot at them. And I definitely felt irritation at some of the things that people said to me. Statements like, you can try again, or at least you know you can get pregnant. I'm sure there are tons of times that you felt irritable at people for saying things to you that just you found really irritating. So that's normal. It's normal to feel more irritable than usual. First of all, for two reasons. First of all, your hormones are likely raging. They're trying to rebalance. And some of that is going to come out in irritation. You can't even help it. So forgive yourself for that part. But it's also part of grief. The things that people say are pressing all your buttons. And what they're doing is really showing you all your wounds, the places where you need to heal still. So take note of when you feel irritation. What was said and what's the wound that that's sticking into that you need to heal? So that's number two, irritation. Number three, envy. Oh, I felt a lot of this. I still feel this and it's been almost, it's been almost five years since my last, since my third miscarriage. Every time someone announced their pregnancy, every time I saw a pregnant woman and it seemed like there was suddenly everywhere, I felt envy, I felt jealousy. And you're probably feeling a lot of that too. I see a lot of that on social media posts and I hear a lot of it from my clients. You are not a bad person if you feel envious of someone who is pregnant or someone who just had a newborn, a newborn baby. I think of envy as just an emotion that points you in the direction of what you want. So it's, it's guidance once again, like irritation guiding you to, sh to, it shows you your wounds where you still need to heal. Envy shows you where, where you want to go. It's the direction of, of what you truly desire. So look at it that way, instead of judging yourself or instead of feeling like a bad person for being envious or jealous of someone else who has a baby, it's totally normal. So that's number three. Number four is guilt. Guilt is a really common one. This is one that I actually didn't feel right away. I had full belief that my first miscarriage had nothing to do with me. Or so I thought. When I think back to it now, I had all kinds of guilt. I had been to a party, I remember, when I was about six weeks pregnant. And I didn't know. My first pregnancy was a surprise. 
And I had a number of drinks at that party, too many, in fact. And I started to wonder whether that might have done something. How could I not know I was pregnant? How could I have had all those drinks? I'd been doing hot yoga as well. And I started to think maybe the temperature had something to do with my miscarriage. I thought it was all somehow my fault. Even though on the surface, I kept saying, no, I know this is, this can happen. But I still was going through all the things that I might've changed. I should have done this. I should have done that. If you're saying should have to yourself, you're feeling guilt. You're blaming yourself. And this is also normal. But you might not also recognize it. This was one that just went right over me. I didn't think I was feeling it. But in fact, I really was. So maybe think back to some of the things you've been saying to yourself, the the, your self-talk and notice when you've said, I should have done this, or I should not have done this, I should not have done that. That's when you, that's how you can identify feeling guilty. So once again, it's pretty normal to feel that way. And you are not a bad person if you had a drink in your first trimester and then had a miscarriage or did hot yoga, or didn't do enough yoga, or didn't eat well, you did the best you could with the knowledge that you had at the time. So it's another thing that you need to forgive yourself for is all the things that you might have done differently. You didn't know, or you didn't believe, or whatever the case may be, you did the best you could with the information you had at the time. So that was number four, guilt. And number five is shame. This was the toughest one for me to identify. I know that I felt it first after my first miscarriage and even more so after my second and third. After my second and third, I really started to feel like a failure. All these other women in my circle were successfully carrying babies to term and beginning to raise their children. They became mothers. They became real women in my mind. And I wasn't any of those things. So I really felt, I really felt like a failure in the presence of those women. I wanted to shrink. I felt this kind of icky feeling inside my gut, that's where you kind of tend to feel shame inside your gut. And it just, it made me want to curl up around it and just disappear. I felt like I didn't measure up to those other women. And when you feel like you're less than, you feel like you don't measure up, you feel that icky feeling in your stomach, that's shame. It can kind of feel a bit like embarrassment, but not quite. And it is really normal to feel this way after a miscarriage. That doesn't mean that you should feel shame. In fact, we shouldn't, but you can't just turn your feelings off. I certainly couldn't turn that off. I believe that most women actually feel a sense of shame after miscarriage, but don't actually know how to identify it. It's what is actually underneath a lot of what triggers, what triggers you. So if you think about your triggers, 
what's really lying underneath of a lot of those is shame. And once you recognize it, it's a lot easier to just let it go. So see if you can put your finger on it. See if you can notice what your triggers are and and what's really lying beneath that. How is that really making you feel? So there you have it. Those are the five emotions that really came up for me amongst so many others, but the five that I felt were really important to share with you. There are so many emotions that are associated with grief, but these are the ones that I believe are the most common and among the most uncomfortable. And I wanted you to know that if you're feeling these emotions, you are not alone. It's normal and you're not a bad person for feeling them. So there you have it. If you'd like to hear more on this topic or even start a conversation about how you're feeling, I would really encourage you to join my private Facebook group where you'll find tons of inspiration for healing. You'll find support from other women going through the same thing. And you'll be able to just share how you're feeling and not feel so alone. So I'll post the link to my private Facebook group in the show notes. And otherwise, I would love to have you back next weekend, next week, sorry, next next Wednesday when I record another podcast for you. I'll talk to you then.